In a western town, a western world Only baby Western town, a western world. Shout out to Lion Babe. Listen, you guys have slept on Lion Babe. I don't know if you guys know. First of all, you should know who she is, but I don't know if you guys have ever really seen her in concert. Talk about a performer, Lion Babe. And listen, and I mean this on high level, she is the daughter of Vanessa Williams, the iconic Vanessa Williams. However, she is like an artist on her own. And that was Cosmic Wind, one of my favorite albums by Lion Babe. Make sure you check her out. And everyone, welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast. It has been a whirlwind week. And June is such a busy month for us. Um, we are booked. Like, we have so many events to attend. We just got word from the Vuve Clique polo classic 2023 that we will be in the building so so many so many fun beautiful creative artsy things that i am excited to be a part of um shout out to voyage atl for featuring the jameer smith show um our inspiration and really the inspiration for this show today so i wanted to really get into fashion questions and over the few years that we've been doing the show you guys have asked me personally so many fashion questions um whether it is you know people that you know that's in fashion or um how do you personally get into the fashion industry and you know different tips and ideas and you know i've had a prosperous career when it comes to um being in fashion and really loving the idea and the the aspect of um, the imagery of fashion, you know. So I wanted to really do this show um, and, and to answer your questions over the few years that the team has really put together. So welcome back. I say let's get right into these things. So first question is, how do I define fashion? My perspective of fashion, of course, is how I look at the aspect of designers, meaning um, I'm a person and I don't know if a lot of you guys do this. So when a lot of the fashion shows come out, I am like front and center, whether it's on YouTube, looking at the fashion shows and the inspirations of the seasons. But in addition to the concept, how did the designer, um, you know, really conceptualize the collection for the season, what, what was his or her thought process? Um, you know, what are they going through in this current moment? You know, what is the world going through? And really, how does that collection um, highlight and exhibit, you know, their creative juices, per se? So I think for me, defining fashion is everyone's own specific interpretation. I was looking at someone the other day at the Mint Gallery, and we'll talk about them a little later. And I just saw his fashion sense for his own body. And I think everyone is able to define fashion, um, you know, how they want, you know, because I don't ever think that it is anyone's, you know, right to tell anyone, hey, this is what you should wear. But I also believe that um, everyone just has their own 
popular trend and, and style of dress that is really ornate in their own behavior. So I just think that, you know, fashion is is its own definition that designers and stylists and creatives have highlighted about themselves, about others over the years. So um, next question is, when I was younger, what did I aspire to be? <clears throat> and I do think that it has always been a career in fashion. Now, to what magnitude? I think over the years, I have been able to really define it and really curate it in a way that it makes sense just for me. So I love, you know, coaching and training teams. I love talking about fashion and um, seasonal changes and talking about the designers because I would want my teams to hopefully have those type of conversations, you know, with their clients. And I, I love to lead by example, you know. So again, as I said earlier, making sure that you are, even if you're not invited to the fashion shows in New York or in LA or in Paris or Milan, it's like you have the opportunity on your devices, on, you know, television to see, you know, the latest and the hottest, you know, fashion whatever that happens and runs down the runways for fall, spring, um, and get inspired, you know? So, um, say something about your background in fashion. So I have worked in some of the most major, um, luxury department stores in my career. And I've had the opportunity to have a very longevity career, um, understanding, um, department style fashion to um, boutique fashion and sell through and selling and, and client experiences. And I think there is a, a huge difference, but I think ultimately um, my career has definitely, it's definitely allowed me and, and provided me the opportunity to travel the world to meet other, you know, managers and designers and stylists and buyers and planners and really build those relationships because I think you have to be able to curate, you know, the right collections and brands for the uh, the specific, um, you know, areas that you live in. You know, I wouldn't, and I mean, this is a no-brainer, but I wouldn't purchase, you know, for my store if I had a store you know, the, that's in Atlanta, the same things that I would purchase in Miami, you know, is a total different climate, a different type of, you know, person shopping, more vacation, you know, versus more city life. So I think I've had the opportunity to really build my career, my background, and really hone in on my passions when it comes to fashion. So what sparked my interest in fashion is another question that you guys have asked. Um, I remember, and, and I've told this story before on this podcast, that my best friend had stopped me, I remember, in the fourth grade. And she said, what are you doing? And I had, you guys know I love the word curated. So I had curated this, my own magazine of like fashion. And it had like art stuff and clothing and celebrities. And I was kind of like the modern day Khadijah James. <laughs> 
<laughs> from living single. Like I had my own magazine. I don't even remember the name of the magazine, but like I had like colorful construction paper. I had cut out articles from like Vibe and Word Up and Write On, which clearly I could have been sued from like now. But I just think about how I've always wanted to be in a creative lane and to what capacity, who knew what that would have, you know, turned out to be. However, ever since the fourth grade, like I knew I wanted to do something in a fashion creative aspect and who knew, you know, that it would have turned out to where I am now, you know, and I think as I always say, the world is your oyster. And I think you have to build relationships with people throughout the world, you know, um, because experience does give you opportunity, but relationships open the door to conversations. And I always implore people to take the time to really build relationships with people, get to know people, um, understand people's backgrounds, talk to people, you know, really, really investigate these opportunities that you're in, in trying to invest your life into. Because again, you know, you want to be as successful as the companies that you work for. But in addition to, you know, I, I think about the Jameer Smith show and the business that I have built with this platform and others has have built with their platforms. You know, you want to be as successful, if not more. So it's about relationship building. Um, hmm. Who, what is this one? Creative expression can take many forms. What made you decide to start the Jameer Smith Show podcast? <laughs> I feel like I've answered this question, but I don't know if I've really answered this question. So, um, during the pandemic, I remember a year before um, I had talked about, you know, podcasting and really getting it started and getting it off the ground. And I had, you know, my inspiration notebooks and, you know, I've always talked about vision boards. And so I had conceptualized the idea of a podcast, but I had no idea what it looked like. I didn't know what what idea of a host and and who I would interview and all of these things. And I remember when I first started, I don't even know how the show went. And I have listeners now going back to like some of the first shows. I'm like, oh my God, do not listen to that. I have no idea how I was even putting together a show but those early shows mean so much because you want to see the evolution of a person. You want to see how his or her brand has grown um, to next level. And also, it reminds you on how you were to what you can become. And I think everyone has to start off somewhere. And so I remember starting the Jameer Smith show and, and getting just the bare minimums of like podcast um, materials, microphone and computer and, you know, all of those things. But I think over time, of course, I've been able to really partner with some great people, interview some trailblazers, um, be granted to moderate 
some huge platforms. Um, and so I'm, I'm very proud of what I've built, what's to come with the brand and the future and the legacy that I am leaving, you know, so very proud of that. Go ahead, Jameer. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. In your opinion, what are the most critical aspects in the fashion industry? Um, hmm. I think some of the most critical aspects in the fashion industry is knowing your brand, knowing what's happening in the world, knowing um, your client, but in also introducing innovation to your clients. You know, fashion can be a perspective of anything. And I think sometimes you have to be able to introduce, you know, new ideas to clients that, you know, may or may not have been able to take a risk and people are afraid to take risk at times. And so fashion allows people to express themselves on many different avenues and, and ideas and creative spectrums. And so I think the most important thing is to be innovative. And, you know, I take my hat off to fashion designers and, and creatives, even like myself, because you always want to be better than your last moment, you know, because it's about always achieving, you know, next level stuff. Right. But I think also you want to play it smart. You want to make sure that you're making intentional decisions on your brand. And what does that look like for you? So, yeah, I think being able to also, man, I, I, I really do stand behind the idea of relationships because anyone in any business, you know, regardless of just fashion, is that you are going to need people in some form or capacity. And what does that look like? And I have to say, like, I really do think of all of the amazing people that I have interviewed, even just for this show. And in the fashion industry, you're going to need, you know, designers and stylists and, um, you know, pattern makers and and cutters and, you know, people to help you run, put on a, even a fashion show. And you do that by building those relationships because you just don't want anybody. You know, you want people that love and believe in your brand. You know, that's super important. But in addition to people that believe and challenge your passion, because I don't want a whole lot of yes men around me. I don't think fashion designers just want anyone saying, oh, my God, that looks amazing. And it actually looks horrible. We look for people's honesty and and just true, authentic conversations when it comes. Have a conversation with these fashion designers and really let you, people know, you know, how do you feel about the brand? How do you feel about the collection? I remember a friend of mine is in Paris right now and he and I had some really strong dialect uh, uh, dialogue on a certain brand right now. And he and I have always talked about that brand and how they've always pushed the envelope of creativity and design and celebrities have worn, you know, this brand and he's in Paris and he's like, Jameer, nothing is fresh. Nothing is new. No one is pushing, you know, the narrative of creativity these days. It's a lot of minimalism and it's a lot of duplicates of years before. And it'll be interesting to see how these fashion designers are recreating themselves, you know, as the pandemic 
begins to become more of a norm, you know, it won't go away ever. So now how do you really personalize your, um, you know, design elements for clients to really just say, oh my God, I've got to have that, you know, because every designer right now, every person has lived and is living through this pandemic, God willing, we're still alive. So We've had to think and design and move and draw and create different. And so it's it's interesting. It's a very interesting time in fashion right now. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to get some really good ones. We highlighted some the other day. Can you describe your lessons that you have learned throughout your career in fashion? Um, I remember and I always pay homage and credit to this, um, my heartbeat, you know, this woman who, I mean, loves me and my, I don't have what to say dirty draws, but me and my designer draws. No, um, you know, Jeanette Guillermo, who believes, not believed, but believes in me. Um, to have provided me the opportunity to work at Tyler Perry Studios um, as a stylist, as as a costumer, and build the relationships within um, the entertainment and film industry. And to this day, I mean, years, years later, you know, still have relationships with those people. Um, so huge shout out to Jeanette Guillermo for at least providing me um, the opportunity to learn, to be a sponge. Um, you know, my career has really been a person of, um, you know, I talk a lot. I get that, you know, and, and as some haters may say, oh, he talks a whole lot, you know, and guess what? I'm still talking. However, it's always about listening. And I've been provided the opportunity to be amongst some phenomenal um, people, Tony Reddy um, in Washington, D.C., who is a huge wealth of knowledge. Um, Jeanette Guillermo to Dr. Dion Boyd, um, my fashion connoisseur, but also she is my challenge. She is and always will be a woman that has challenged me on opportunities of life. My therapist, huge shout out to therapy. Uh, we are in Mental Health Awareness Month which it needs to be mental health awareness every year, every month. But um, my therapist, who is really helping me understand more about my life, myself, my relationships. Um, so, yeah, that has been really. Um, I think really people who have influenced me. And it's crazy. A lot have been women. Not to say it's crazy. You know, I would have loved for I, I think. There was one general manager that had allowed me the opportunity to still be myself, but then also um, find out who I am as a as a as a leader, as a manager, um, as a person that is supposed to lead a team. You know, how do I still still stay my authentic self, but then also play the game correctly? I'll leave that out there like that. Um, what is your best? And worst fashion moments. Oh, I will say I'm gonna start with my best. I remember um, going to Vuvay Clique the 
first year. Was it the first year? Yeah, the first year. Maybe. Yeah, the first year at Vuve Clique Polo Classic in New York City. And oh, man. That was a moment. Y'all know. Let me ask you a question really quick. Do y'all know when. <sighs> I'm going to start with my men. Men, when you get that suit tailored, and when I say tailored, man, you have like the best alterations team um, that has made that suit, those pants, that blazer. It just lays. That suit just lays on your body like a piece of salmon that just was cooked and it just falls in your mouth like when i tell y'all my team in dc oh my gosh i hired the best alterations team in washington dc and i remember the first year that i had went to vuve clique and i had on this prada yellow striped i mean my best friends even talk about this to this day so it was i'm sorry this one was paisley that was the next year i wore yellow it was this beautiful constructed silk organza um, blazer. It was, it was, I mean, mustard with these beautiful embroidered flowers and this black silk uh, lapel. And when I tell you, your boy had on some black and white striped um, YSL pants. And I think I just wore some Gucci um, um, like mules. And when I tell y'all I had the best time of my life. And if you guys do not know what the Vuve Clique Polo Classic, I've talked about it on the show probably twice at this point. But I implore you to go on to Instagram, to go on to Facebook, to go on Vuve Clique poloclassic.com drink responsibly and then i have to say the fashions from people of color my caucasians my asians my native americans my trans community i mean everybody just looked beautiful and that was one of my most best fashion moments ever my worst um Probably when I used to model in college and I don't have like a outfit that I can even think offhand that was like, oof, horrible. What the hell are you wearing, Jameer? I can't really think of that. I have to say probably when I was modeling with Illusions Modeling Troop um, at North Carolina A&T State University, Aggie Pride and who knew i was probably letting the designers you know design we were in college so y'all know we had no money and i probably got somebody to put together something and something and as long as it you know made sense for the scene that we were modeling in but yeah that's probably and listen y'all i wore cowboy boots all the time so that's probably why i'm looking crazy now trying to wear these little pointy toe shoes crazy feet just hurt <laughs> so what are you wearing today um or well, right now this show is being filmed at night but i think what am i wearing right now well in this current moment i am wearing sir 
uh, clothing brand uh, or Sayer. I know he and I go back and forth uh, with it, but some of the most comfortable uh, joggers that I have worn and I have on a Louis Vuitton um, Supreme collab hoodie um, as I'm recording the show that this evening, darling. But typically, you know, I'm very classic, you know, I mean, I remember yesterday I was um, invited to. Oh, man. So hold on one second. Let me put this together for you guys. So last night. I put together this reel and I was invited to. Oh, my gosh. Where did it go, guys? No. Um. I cannot find it now, but it was at the Mint Gallery and there was this um, artist. Her name was A.D. When I tell y'all I had a beautiful time and everybody was stopping me and I had on this beautifully, beautiful, beautifully, beautiful, classic um, outfit. And it was her. her it was. a. am I'm, I'm at a loss for words, honestly, because A.D., and last name is K-A-Y-A Clark. Um, and I'm sorry, A.D. Kaya Clark is her full name. My apologies. But um, it was at the Mint and it was called Late Bloomer. And it was a solo exhibition, which I y'all know how I love black art. But she painted the walls with these beautiful black women and nudes and tattoos. And I wore this classic yellow vintage um tom ford polo and some of my favorite little g-star jeans and i had on some mcqueens yesterday and i have to say like when people are always asking me with jameer everything that you wear does it have a label and it does it doesn't have to be an expensive label but it does have a label it could be from boohoo man official which i love you know, the color concepts and how the brand conceptualizes men's fashion and pushes the narrative of color and design and fabrications to Tom Ford, to Issa Laurent, to um, L'Envon, to H&M and Zara. You know, it's about how do you have a great mix? And listen, y'all are not about to have me out here um, looking crazy buying all these designers and and. Please. Now, I'm going to make it look good. Always know that. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, gosh. How do you describe your personal style? That kind of goes back to what I just said. You know, I'm I'm super classic. Um, I'm a man's man. So I love to be very well put together. I love um, a classic man. I'm a version of I'm a great mix. You know, I like to give listen before I go into that. I was watching This Is It by Michael Jackson. Um, I think it was like his last concert. And I'm gonna sound a little crazy right now, but I'm keep it moving. All of the blazers that Michael Jackson wore. Whoever's listening right now, if y'all have a connect, can I get those blazers, please? I mean, I know that they're they are in somebody's historical museum at this moment probably in indiana however and or if a designer is listening can you duplicate every blazer that that man wore go back watch this is it it is on what is it netflix probably 
And when I tell you, I if I could, I would be a blazer, t-shirt, um, you know, nice fitted pants and boot or designer sneaker man every day. Oh, my God. And especially the blazers that Michael Jackson wore. But no, I'm a very classic and clean guy. You know, I like to play on color blocking and um, I love patterns and I love design elements. And yeah, like I love the, the conceptualization of fashion and design and pushing the narrative at times and um, really curating my own idea of fashion for me. And I know what looks good and works well on me. Like when it comes to jeans, I mean, prime example, I love H&M denim. It fits my waist well. It makes my butt look great. My thighs, um, it just kind of falls right into the jeans. It breaks at a nice ankle. I mean, everything about it. It washes very well. It's been one of my most, most, wearable denim probably in the last 10 years it travels well i mean everything um last few questions if you were not in fashion what would you be doing um i would what i'm doing now i would be a talk show host i would be um an influencer of travel because i have a creative niche i have an idea of what i know that people want to talk about people want to talk about food and fashion and travel and you know i go to some really cool places i do i love my life i would love and i'm going to put this into the universe universe i know you are listening but i would love to just be a travel influencer that gets paid to go to some of the most amazing places to meet some great people and creatives and designers and leaders and it will really propel my life to next level it'll allow the jameer smith show podcast to continue to brand itself to create as we do our platform for other people to tell their story to talk about their product to talk about their family to talk about their opportunities and challenges and how do they get to where they are but then also provide clarity of success stories and all of the above so i would love to do that and who knows um what are you fascinated by at this current moment in fashion and how does it feed into my work hmm i am fascinated with other influencers not particularly in this moment of fashion. So, oh man, I am at a fashion break right now because while the world figures out the inflation, while the world figures out its gun control, while the world figures out um, life, and I know we're all, we will always be figuring it out, I think I have decided to just take a moment of pause, of reflection, of quiet. And when it comes to the world of fashion, again, there has not been any huge inspirations right now. And so I've decided to one, hold on to my money and buy intentionally. You know, I'm going vintage. I saw a girl last week, she had on a vintage um, Azadine Alaya. And she and I had a, a beautiful conversation about 
vintage fashion. And she was like, you know, I'm right now in my closet and I'm just not really excited about some of the new fashion trends. You know, huge shout out to Lanvin and Gallery. You know, I think that has been a huge trend this last two years uh, when it comes to the sneaker game and um, Balenciaga to Fendi collab with um, the the Fendi and Versace, I think was super cute and cool to the, you know, the re-release of Balenciaga um, in that collection. Um, yeah. I'm I'm kind of at a loss right now when it comes to fashion and really curating my own ideas. So that's why I'm going back in my closet too, girl, because I'm not excited. Um, how do you want men and women to feel when wearing certain clothes? So I'm not a fashion designer. However, um, I want men and women to feel comfortable and enjoy and confident with what they're wearing, you know regardless of your body type, I think you have to be able to wear the things that you know that you're comfortable in that complement your body types. But in addition to um, allow you to feel creative and fun and push the narrative of fashion, because I think every single person has a story, whether it's, you know, boo, 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 boho chic. And, and I was thinking about the brand. But, you know, boho chic to uh, vintage to all designer and classic chic to, you know, everyone will have their own dynamic and definition of what their certain fashion ideas are. But I think wearing what complements you, what you know that you love, what brands look great on you. But I think also taking a risk. I've always loved risk taking and you just have to figure out, you know, for yourself, what is your fashion style? What trends do you want to follow? And who are your inspirations? I kind of I challenge people to really figure that out on their own, whether it's T-shirt and jeans. You know, that could be your style. I was looking at a couple the other day. I was shopping in Ikea, getting inspiration of small spaces. And I saw this couple with a sweatsuit on looking very Kanye and Kim, when they went through that whole, you know, essentials collection, like that's their vibe, you know, very L.A. chill, laid back vibe. However, me, you know, that ain't I don't really rock sweatpants. If so, it's a Gucci track suit. So um, let's see. What advice do you give someone that wants to start their own fashion line, fashion creative and fashion podcast. Do your research. I am a huge advocate on personalizing um, individual conversations, um, websites, uh, moments. And I remember, you know, when I moderated in D.C. a few weeks ago and I had the amazing trailblazing panel of these five guests that each question, each moment was curated for each individual person. And it makes those moments feel even special. But I think also you want to make sure that you've done all of your homework. So whenever you're speaking to an audience, whenever you're putting your stuff out to the public, they understand your vision and everyone's not going to get it. But as long as you know that you have a purpose, I, I, I really do challenge people to figure out what is your goal? What is your purpose? Write it down so you can visually conceptualize it and then 
make it make sense for you and then curate it in a way that it makes sense for others. Because again, everyone is never going to enjoy, understand, support your vision. That's not the purpose. The purpose is for you to be able to be your own person, to have your own creative vision, to express those things to the world. And then hopefully people understand it, support it, buy it, and wait for what's next for you. So always challenge yourself also um, to build build your brand to next levels and partner with other people. Um, and that's the other part that I always say, build a team. Build a team that understands your vision, but challenges your vision as well. All right. Last question. Let me get a good one. Let me get a good one. Mm, 10 years from now, 10, let's say five, Jesus. 10 years from now, what do you hope to have achieved in the industry? Five to 10 years from now, I will have achieved um, huge growth with the Jameer Smith Show podcast with collaborations, sponsorships. Um, We will have our own show live. Um, Oh, the guests that we have had on the show, they will probably have revisited. And I would love to, you know, interview them again to see where they are in their life, what's new for them as I'm growing the show Um, and really building a foundation to help the LGBTQ plus community, the African-American community, um, underprivileged communities of color, of of people of color, um, supporting you know, uh, people getting through college, whether that's helping with tuition, helping with books, helping with, you know, some type of scholarship that the Jameer Smith show has helped build and and put together. So we have a lot of things in the work works, but I also believe that, um, you know, I just see building stronger relationships and, and really growing this platform you know, being in a new city probably and learning that it's just so many things that I I feel that people want to do and they get so afraid. And so what I have done is written out, typed out, wrote out everything, my vision board on what does it look like for me? And Everyone should do the same thing. What does it look like for you? What does your future look like? What does your current moment look like? And what do you want to change? Because every day is going to be something different. You know, stop giving yourself the excuse of not starting that fashion line or that podcast or whatever. We all have something to say. We all have a story. That's the reason why I curated this platform, this show, to give people the opportunity to talk about them, to talk about their story, to talk about their opportunities and challenges and achievements. But then in addition to provide an outlet of love, of creativity. And I thank you guys so much for all of your questions. I thank you for your continued support. We have a double show this week. Stay tuned. And as we always say on the podcast, as we end the show, stay positive and stay creative. I want to give a huge shout out to my sponsor, to Sayer Clothing Brand. 
Make sure you check out the new Midnight Collection. It has dropped. Um, I'm going to send out and show on Instagram and on Facebook um, the unboxing and the reveal of the new Midnight Collection. I mean, everything from the collaboration has been phenomenal. Um, you guys have supported him. Uh, shout out to Caesar. He's been on the show. So again, to my sponsorships also, um, Raven, I love you. Um, your soaps. Oh my God. The, the I use Raven Shea Butter and it felt like butter. I mean, when I say butter, you guys also sent her um, just some really fun messages that she told me that um, you guys have given her. So that's uh, sugar underscore Ray underscore Shea and that Shea Butter Lady. You know, you guys have seen her around the city of Atlanta. She has been traveling, really building her brand and it's beauty and cosmetics and personal care. So um her, her tagline always is let's knock out dry skin together at sugarrayshay.com. My girl, Raven, I love you. Um, and I think that's it. Until next time, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Jameer Smith Show. So hard to find some peace. Mm-hmm.